This call may be recorded or transcribed.
Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita, who's on the line. Good morning. It's Susie. Good morning, Susie. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday to you, too, as well. Have a great day. Thank you. <laughs> also, can I Good morning, Valacita. Could I put a Go prayer ahead, request in? That's okay. Uh, could I put a prayer request in for my husband, Rick? He's going in for some some pretty some gentle work that I'm really concerned about. I uh, okay. I have them down. Rick for dental Thank procedures. You. Thank you so much. Okay, is that going to be this morning? Yes. Got I'm it. Back leaving at seven thirty. So. Okay. Thank you for letting us know. We will certainly be praying for him. Thank you so much. Good morning, Sister Yvonne. Happy Wednesday. God's got our back all the time. You are so right. Have a blessed day. You too. Thank you. Good, good morning. Good morning, oh. it's Diane. Happy good morning, Wednesday. Diane. Happy Wednesday. Good morning. Good to hear Good to hear yours too. Good to be alive. Amen. <laughs> Amen. I'm glad I'm mute. Okay. Good hey, morning, Good morning, Dee. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. I just wanted to shout my daddy out in heaven. He would have been 82 today. So happy birthday, Larry Sr. Happy birthday, daddy. <laughs> That's awesome. Praise God. This is Rita. Good morning, Rita. Happy Wednesday. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Good morning, Brother Michael. Good morning, Happy Brother Wednesday. Michael. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who else has joined us? Good morning, Valacita. It's Deborah Evans. Happy Wednesday to you. Thank you. Good morning, Deborah Evans. Happy Wednesday to you as well. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Valacita. Who else has joined us?
Good morning, Valuable. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, DT. It's Rochelle. It's restorated, resilient, Rochelle. Hey, hallelujah. Hey, good morning. <laughs> Happy Wednesday, and good to hear your sound. You too. I love you, sis. Have a great day. Okay, thank you so much. You too. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Alicita. Who else has joined us? Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Alicita, who's on the line. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Alicita. Who else has joined us? Good morning. It's Krishanda. God bless you. Good morning, Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. And I got your prayer request. Thanks so thank much. you for letting us know. Okay, thank you. Love you. Love you, too. Good morning. Thank you for calling Declare Victory. This is Felicita. Who else has joined us? Felicita, it's Rochelle. Can I add a prayer request? I'm sorry. It just came, came to my mind. Oh, yeah. Sure. Um, it's for, um, we're keeping my youngest son, Derek Jr., up um, just for God just to cover his mind. But we also um, want to pray for his um, significant other. Her name is Rania, R-A-N-I-A, um, and she's doing an internship in Barcelona. And she said they're not really friendly to tourists. So I just want to pray a covering over her that she's safe and that um, her she accomplished what she went over there for, that she gets everything that she needs. Got it. Got her down. And and can you pronounce the um how to pronounce her name? I want to make sure I say it correctly. Rania. Rania. Okay, thank uh-huh. you. And I sent you a message as well. Oh, I got it. Thank you so okay. much. All right, thank you. Is there anyone else that would like to say good morning before we begin the hosting? Yes, good morning. This is Sylvia. God bless everyone on this call. Good morning, Sylvia. Happy Wednesday. Okay, at this time, I'm going to ask everyone to please place their phones on mute and we'll begin the hosting. Good morning, everyone. My name is Valuable Valacita, and I'm your hostess. Thank you for joining us here in Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Be sure to join us during the month of July, where our monthly theme is entitled Transformation. All the declarations will focus on the importance of being transformed by the Holy Spirit as we yield to the will and plan of God in order to fulfill his purpose in our lives. There are two announcements today. Today is the day that declare victory fast for anything that you may be believing the Lord for. If you would like to join in, push back your plate or something that you spend a lot of time doing and offer this time to the Lord in prayer. We will be fasting all day until 5 o'clock p.m. Pacific Standard Time when we'll call back into the same phone number and have a quick closing prayer. 
Second, we would like to offer you an opportunity to put God first in the area of your finances. Our mission at Declare Victory is to offer sound declarations based on biblical truth, along with prayer during the week and outreach participation to serve our communities in need. Will you partner with Declare Victory by giving to support our mission? There are three ways to give. You can give at declarevictory.org or through PayPal at paypal.me forward slash declarevictory or through Cash App at dollar sign I declare victory now. We pray many blessings of our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in Him. And we have some prayer requests. The first one is from Krishanda, and she's asking for prayer for Wilfred Harris, asking for complete healing from a stroke he had a couple of days ago. Let's also lift up his family. Let's pray for their strength. Susie is asking for prayer for her husband, Rick. He is going in for a dental procedure this morning. So let's keep Rick lifted up. And I want to just mention that today is... um, Didi's dad's heavenly birthday today. So we just want to acknowledge that today. And then uh, Rochelle is asking for prayer for her son, Derek Jr., just to cover his mind, for the Lord to cover his mind. And then um, also want to lift up uh, Rania. Um, that's his uh, significant other. And she's going to, she is interning in Barcelona. So we want to pray for safety and for covering and for favor for Rania as she is in Barcelona. The order of the call is as follows. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Christina Joy. Declaration will be brought by Dion. Then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by Dion. I'll repeat the order. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Christina Joy, declaration by Dion, and the closing comments also hosted by Dion. The scripture for today is found in Colossians chapter 3, verse 10. Put on your new nature and be renewed as you learn to know your creator and become like him. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask that you please place your phones on mute until instructed to come off of mute. I now pass the call to Christina Joy. Have a blessed day. Hallelujah. So, Lord, we just want to thank you right now. We thank you for this day. We thank you for this opportunity to be in partnership with you through prayer. We thank you for your mercies, for they are great and they are new every morning. And as we enter your gates with thanksgiving and your course with praise, We thank and we praise you right now just for keeping us safe, keeping us away from danger, seen and unseen. We bless you as we know that we come to you in a completely and totally different realm. We come in the Zion realm. We come entered into the city of the living God, the new Jerusalem and heaven, and we have joined in the festival gatherings of the angels and their joyous celebration, knowing that we are members of the first born, church, all of our names being legally registered as citizens of heaven, coming to you with the posture in our heart of humility, knowing that we need everything that we can possibly get from you in this moment with absolutely nothing to give you except for a broken spirit and a contrite heart. We ask that as we come to you, let these prayers be presented to your throne room in golden bowls of incense with a sweet-smelling aroma being presented to you by the elders, covered in the blood of Jesus for his 
blood covers us and cries out on our behalf as he intercedes as our high priest, crying out with a message of forgiveness, a better message than Abel's blood that cries out from the earth justice. We thank you that you are our rock. You are our shield. You are the horn of our salvation. You are our stronghold. So we ask right now, because you gave a hedge of protection to Job, that you would give a hedge of protection to Rania as she is in Barcelona. Let her do the assignment that you have have equipped her to do. Give her the hedge of protection that is needed for her to complete the task that you have put in her to complete. We ask for favor grace and mercy to follow her, to go before her, and that you would even give her the excellent spirit as you gave Daniel as she serves you in the marketplace. We ask for transformation of the mind for Derek Jr. May his mind be renewed to the mind of Christ. We ask that you would allow for him to have a different disposition on today, that you would allow any that the enemy tries to flood his mind with, that the enemy might try to use up, that you would rise up a standard against it through your spirit. We lift up Susie's husband, Rick, as he has a dental appointment on this day, that there would be no no bad news that would come to him in the natural room, but instead, if he has any anxiety, any nervousness, any fear about what may happen. If Susie has any nervousness or fear about what may happen when he goes for his procedure, that Jehovah Shalom, you would give them peace and comfort right now in the mighty name of Jesus. We ask as we pray for them that you would even allow for there to be an opportunity for them to be good witnesses and light upon the earth and salt upon the world as they go in the dental office on today. Let your light shine through and rich as he bears forth the fruit of the spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. We also lift up Jehovah Rapha calling upon you for Wilford Harris, that as you have allowed for premature death not to take him before his time, and he has recovered, thank you, Jesus, for the from the stroke, for by the stripes that you took on the cross, He is healed and made whole. We ask that because healing is the children's bread and we are children of the most high that you would allow for him to have complete recovery in the mighty name of Jesus. If he is having issues with any part of his body, any of his limbs, um, that you would even allow for those to fully function rightfully as they did before the stroke and even better than they may have done before. We we also ask. That if the doctors or the cardiologists, that they prescribe any kind of medication for him, for his blood, that the blood would be renewed with the blood of Jesus and that he would allow, there would be a change in his, in his health, a change in his eating habits, that you would put it upon him, that he should live away and, and, and he, that he would live away without having stress, that he would give things and his cares upon you so that the enemy may not try to use those same triggers to cause another ailment to take over his body. We thank you right now that you are even allowing us to intercede on behalf of those unspoken prayer requests. For you know what maybe someone got on the call before um, they had the chance to give their announcement. Um, You know maybe they got on the call while we were praying. You know what was in their heart. You know the tears that they may have shed. You know maybe if they have shame for what they want to say because you said, Lord, that there is no condemnation in those that are in Christ Jesus, that they 
should know that they can come boldly before your throne of grace in their time of need and present themselves as a living sacrifice and that these prayers will be holy and acceptable unto you. We come to you now, Abba, through Jesus, because he is the author and the finisher of our faith, and knowing that we have legal right and dominion over this region and over every region in which you have given us jurisdictional authority. We thank you right now that you said in Daniel 9 and 4 that you are the only great and dreadful God, and thus keeping the covenant and mercy to them that love you and keep your commandments. Therefore, I appeal to the God that said in 2 Chronicles 7, 13 through 16, if I shut up heaven, that there be no rain, or if I command the locusts to devour the land, if I send pestilence amongst my people, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will heal from heaven and I will forgive their sin and I will heal their land. And now my eyes shall be open and my ears attend unto this prayer which is made in this place. For now have I chosen to sanctify this house that my name may be there forever and my eyes and my heart shall be perpetually there. So we prophetically declare from a place of victory that this call is sanctified, that everybody that serves and attends this call is sanctified, set apart, and will be used for your kingdom glory. We ask right now that you would even do a new work in us. You would transform our minds by starting with the transformation of our hearts. Let every crooked place in our heart be made straight. Let every low place in our heart be brought up, for we know that we are seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus, and therefore we can decree according to your word and trample upon the lion and the serpent and all power of the enemy. We collectively ask for forgiveness of all sins, known or unknown, so that these prayers be not hindered, that you would have mercy upon us, O God, according to your loving kindness, that you would blot out transgressions according to the multitude of your tender mercies, for it is only against you that we may have sinned and done evil in thy sight, that you may be found blameless when you speak and just when you judge. We thank you right now that you even allow us the opportunity to repent, to create in us a clean heart, renew a right spirit within us. Do not take away, do not cast us away from your presence or take your Holy Spirit away from us, but instead restore to us the joy of our salvation for the joy of the Lord is our strength so that we can teach transgressors your ways and sin it shall be converted unto you. For we know that those that show righteousness and bring people to you, God, that they will get the glory in heaven for you get all the glory, honor, and praise and you will let them shine bright. I thank you right now that no weapon formed against us shall prosper and you said every tongue which rises up against us in judgment you shall condemn god you said that if you before us what is the whole world against us therefore we shall be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let our requests be known unto you so as we come off mute and we give you our request we do so with a joyful praise and a shout knowing that it is so and it's done in the mighty name of Jesus. We know that it's by faith. But Lord, you said that if we tell a mountain to move by faith, then it shall be done. He said that we can pass upon the mountain. We can do it upon the highest. 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 We can do it upon
for the assignment today. Holy Spirit, have your way on this call. Have your way in our lives. And let your light shine through as you get all the glory, honor, and praise. And it's in the mighty name of Jesus that we pray these prayers. And it's in the blood of Jesus that I seal them with. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen, amen, and amen again. Well, good morning, God morning, great morning, happy Wednesday to each and every one of you. You guys know it's my favorite day of the week and back on track to my regularly scheduled day. It is, as always, an absolute honor to serve you this morning. Thank you, Christina. Thank you for um, ushering us into presence. Thank you for declaring and decreeing with authority this morning. Thank you to each of you that lend your voice to the sound that we get to make on a constant base, giving glory and adoration to our omniscient uh, Father. It is um, a blessing. Once again, thank you, Valuable, for uh, hosting and greeting this morning and walking us into um the course of our Wednesday. It's as always our wait while we wait Wednesday uh, with the anticipation and expectation that God would meet us during our um, set aside fasting time. For those that um, have begun to join us on a constant basis, I want to tell you how excited I am for you and for your relationship as God continues uh, to build you up in the most holy of faith that you would not only uh, accomplish that which he sent you to do, but that you would do it with further, fervor and with strength, with tenacity and with confidence and competence in and through and by the power of the Holy Spirit that lives down on the inside of you. Um, we are in this phenomenal uh, series and you guys know that um, just as time has gone on and things have transpired, having uh, received the assignment of each month's title and theme at the beginning of the year, it has been um, one of the most humbling things to watch God, uh, simply be God, to watch him be the sovereignty we know him to be, to watch him align even the things that we are experiencing um, it move us into places of, of truth to power. But not only that, but, but to actually get to see it all played out. It's been um amazing. Um I am I am humbled by the structure that Holy Spirit always lends and yields to us when we obey him, when we hear him, when we have an ear to hear what the Spirit is saying. So um that being said I want to encourage each of you to join us today. We meet back here at 5 p.m. That's Pacific Standard Time. Um, and Rochelle leads us just in a, a general blanket prayer right after our um, our fasting time. So, again, we're, we're talking about um, transformation. And I guess if I could use for a theme or coin it, um, and I've used this before, but this time, it's a little, a little bit different. We'll, we'll say, can, can you hear me now? Can, can, can you hear me now? Um, and as I, I studied during the course of yesterday, um, 
I, I began to consider what the Lord has given me to share with you all this morning, and uh, I was reminded of Paul and his Damascus Road experience. So I'm going to share. I'm going to jump a little, uh, a little bit around the scripture. But there are two two separate passages that we'll venture into to today. The first being Acts the ninth chapter, Acts nine. And you can grab that, and um, I'm going to read from the Amplified, just because I like how it sounds. (laughs) And you guys know I'm going to give my um, Ebonic translation (laughs) during the course of the process, because I want you to to get this. One of the things, um, as God has really been recreating and reinventing me, redesigning me from the inside out through the power of his spirit, really starting to understand um, not only our citizenship, but the access that we garner as a result of having an ear to hear. But more than having an ear to hear, being steadfast and unmovable, always abounding in the process of learning the heart of the Father, not the hand of the Father, but being able to hear his voice in such a way that there um, is no distortion, that there is no, um, that the clarity is so sure that when God speaks, you not only hear him, um, but he will give you very succinct, very specific directions, but you gotta be able to hear his voice. I want to share with you guys something. Um, just this past, was it Monday? Tuesday? It must have been Monday. So Monday, um, when I woke up in the morning, um, I always know when I'm supposed to go out with regard to serving and, you know, feeding or um, toiletry distribution, or some days it's just blankets. It, it really depends. But when I woke up on Monday, the weight of going to serve was so heavy that I was almost rushing as if I would be late if I didn't hurry. It was one of those intense um, leadings and or pullings by the Spirit of God. And um, I, I got up, I Loaded the car up, um, you know, did my, my normal routine. I hit the camps that I normally hit. I mean, there was one in particular camp um, that I got to where some of the things that they needed, I didn't have. So it meant that I, I needed to go to the store to purchase additional items, right? Now, keeping in mind, I had I had plans. I had things that I had to do that were on my agenda, <laughs> And the Holy Spirit interrupted them because I could hear his leading, because I could hear his suggestion, because I could identify, quote, unquote, his voice. And I promise I'm going to take you to text in just a moment, but I I want to paint a picture. And so while I had my own agenda, I had my own objectives, I had my own idea, and we're still talking about transformation, um, I knew that these were my instructions. I understood and was extremely clear that before I could take care of anything concerning me, I had to take care of what he had sent me in the earth to do. 
So I, I distribute what I have, um, and so then I go and I purchase additional items because of the, the needs of that particular um, encampment. And so while I was standing there, there was a young man who had a cast in his hand and a, a tennis shoe that was on his foot that was so tight that I could see the imprint of the knuckles of his toes. And so the foot that had had the cast on it previously, and the guy was, he just maintained the cast because he only had one shoe. He only had one shoe. So his name uh, was Demarcus. So I, I asked Demarcus if he needed shoes. And of course, I said, would you like, would you like for me to go get you some shoes? Now, you got to remember, I'm at a homeless encampment. So, you know, they, they don't take you seriously, in, in all honesty. He looked at me like, you sound so stupid, ma'am. You're going to go get me some shoes and bring them back. <laughs> well, little did he know that it's, it's, it's a habit, right? It's what, it's what I'm called to do. We're talking about transformation, I promise. So I t he said, well, I don't, I don't, this is not my camp. I, I live at a whole nother location. Well, tell me where you live and I'll, I'll find you. Now, now he really looking at me like I'm retired. You're going to find all these homeless people out here and you're going to come find me? Absolutely, sir. I am. So he tells me, he was like, go past the happy trails. We shop. Then go up to the left, whatever he said, whatever the directions were. And so I'm like, okay, all right, okay, got you. I'll see you in a minute. So now keep in mind, my house is really close to the camps that I, you know, that I frequent. So I run home. I grab the only pair of shoes that we have that are something that he could wear. <laughs> they are exactly his size. And so I go back to where he said he was going to be. Not only did I go back to where he said he was going to be, um, I probably moved a little faster than he thought, and he wasn't actually at the camp. And as I was driving, I could hear the Holy Spirit say, turn left, turn right, go straight turn in this parking lot. Well, the final destination of the parking lot was this young man named Demarcus trying his best to help two Latin Americans that spoke absolutely no English with some instruction. His back was facing me, and as he turned around, it was almost like a light went on in his head, and his statement was, oh, wow. You found me. <laughs> and immediately, the Holy Spirit let me know, I don't care where you are. I don't care what state you're in. I don't care what you have. I don't care what you lack. Just know that wherever you are, when you are in me, I will always find you for my good. Not about me. It wasn't about me. In that moment, a light switch came on for DeMarcus, and he didn't have to tell me that the light switch came on. I saw it in his eyes. There was nobody else in that parking lot, y'all, just that one young man. <laughs> and I was able to hand him these little 
Jordans. They were secondhand Jordans. And so just, just in case you were wondering when you throw those shoes and stuff away, like, dude, they matter to somebody. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> Be a blessing to somebody. So now let's let's go to the text. Let's go to the text. Let's go to the word of God. And let me put all of this stuff together. Okay. And it is also a reminder that just because we don't make flyers, just because I don't take pictures of homeless encampments, does not mean that what you sow is not being used for what we say. I want you to know that. It's very important that you understand um, there are certain things that God gives me to do. I'm not allowed to say anything or or solicit or any of that. And I'm, I'm not interested in that. But I need you to know that for real, y'all, 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 the seeds that you sow are responsible for effective kingdom work. And I, I want to say thank you um, from five dollars to fifty it doesn't matter thank you because it it helps i was able to just go to the store and get what they needed thanks y'all all All right so let's go let's go to acts the ninth chapter and i'm going to start at um i'm going to start in verse three as he traveled he approached damascus and suddenly a light from heaven flashed around him displaying the glory and majesty of christ And he fell to the ground and heard a voice from heaven saying to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting and oppressing me? And Saul said, who are you, Lord? And he answered, I am Jesus, whom you have persecuted. Now get up and go into the city and you'll be told what you must do. And the men who were traveling with him were terrified and stood speechless, hearing hearing the voice, but seeing no one. I'm going to skip down to nine. And he was unable to see for three days and neither ate nor drank. Um, go down with me one more time to 15. But the Lord said to him, go, for this is a chosen instrument of mine to bear my name before the Gentiles and the kings and the sons of Israel, 17. And so Ananias left and entered the house and he laid hands on Saul and said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus who appeared to you on the road as you came to Damascus has sent me so that you may regain your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit in order to proclaim Christ to both Jews and to Gentiles. 18 reads, this is my final verse here, immediately something like scales fell from Saul's eyes and he regained his sight and then he got up and was baptized. Knowing the history of who Saul was before his name was changed, uh, he was not just a persecutor, Uh, of Jesus Christ, but he had written permission to be antagonistic and uh, legislate his own free will with regard to Christ and his sent mission. Paul had, uh, at Saul then, had access and authority to not only persecute uh, Christians, but to kill them, to capture them and to um, abuse them, to mistreat them, mishandle them, and mock them simply for the profession of their faith. 
Isn't it amazing how God will use the least likely of us, the ones who have the nastiest hands, the most wicked hearts, the brokenness that uh, only uh, what we know down on the inside of us exists and take that and make it an instrument, not just of use, but uh, that every single thing that our faith is predicated on is based upon the transformation of one man who we now doctrinally uh, operate from a place of not just legalism or the legislation of old, but of the truth of who Jesus is by one moment of hearing a voice, just one moment. One second, one auto bite, one audible uh, thing, one cadence, one tone, one structured sentence, just one moment of hearing the voice of God not only transformed his life, but it transformed what was called the way. And now here we stand in uh, the history of who Saul then was before his name was transformed to Paul. Be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Now faith comes by what? Hearing and hearing by the word of God. One of the things I appreciate uh, about this Declare Victory Forum and how God shaped it and formed it, but not only did he shape it and form it, he established it based on us creating a sound. I'm going to back up and then I'm going to bring it all together. Listen, there are uh, moments that you guys don't really recognize that we refuse to take advantage of because you don't really know the context or, or the construct under which he gave me the office to do it. Uh, when we have corporate prayer, it's not just so that you can uh, beg God for uh, the next miracle or to make sure that rent is paid or uh, to get a quick answer for uh, a prayer request, but it is to create a sound. There's a sound uh, that heaven recognizes. There is an audible pitch. Uh, that has strength to move people to places of uh, revelation and understanding. How many of you really understand? I say it frequently, but uh, without a revelation, there is no transformation. This, this place at Declare Victory where we, we can hear people as they grow and become, as they are stretched and moved from glory to glory to glory, those Damascus Road moments of uh, unforgiveness, those moments where you recognize that you don't have permission to hold anybody hostage to history anymore, those uh, moments of reconciliation where not only is forgiveness necessary, but it is restoration for your own personal soul. We have spent the last eight years refining what sound is. There is a kingdom sound <laughs> that is connected to that voice. There is a kingdom sound uh, that regulates what happens in our hearts and in our minds, it starts to sensitize us to the very voice of God. It starts to uh, build relationship. And notice that we've been on this phone for many, many years. Many of us have never seen each other in life. 
yet and still there's this relationship that has taken place. And I mean deep-rooted, deep-seated, and even if we only see each other every couple of years, it's like we've never been apart. Paul became acquainted with not just the voice, but the sound. And here uh, we see where Ananias is given an instruction. If I were you, I'd go back and read uh, the chapter in its entirety to get the full concept of the text itself. But uh, Paul here had just got through requesting a letter to go persecute more folks. He was about to go terrorize the world a little bit more. And he was interrupted. He was stopped dead in his tracks. Not only was he stopped dead in his tracks, but this moment would not only revolutionize his life, it would revolutionize our faith, you and me, us, right now, today, in this moment, by one moment. Transformation doesn't take long. The key is that it's not just about uh, what you hear or what instructions are given from external sources. It's about becoming acquainted with the only voice that can change everything instantly. It's about develop, developing the type of relationship that no matter what somebody tells you, listen, there, there are folks on this line, I know you, there are certain things you just ain't going to do. There are certain places you probably just aren't going to go. And I'm, I'm not saying that we have any perfect people because there are none. And if you meet some and, and you know them real good, tell them to stay completely away from me with my imperfect self. But there, there are certain things that, that folks could say to me, and I'd be like, yep, no, that's, that's not who that is. That's, you could tell me anything but that. That's a lie. So-and-so was lying on such and such. No, 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 no. No, that's not the nature of their character. That's, that's not who they are. They're, they're far more integral than the picture that you're painting. When you become acquainted with the voice, <laughs> when you become acquainted with the sound, the audible sound, I promise y'all the other day, I didn't drive my car. I, I did, but I didn't. I did, but I didn't. I promise y'all. It's almost like he picked me up and took me exactly where he needed me to be to feel a need of somebody I had never met in my whole entire life with just uh, a transformed mind. God, wherever you want to send me, I'm going to do that. Where, whatever it looks like. And then, mind you, I'm standing in sometimes puddles of pee I might have on, pumps or what. I don't care nothing about none of that. Where you send me, I'll go. Here, Paul's life is interrupted. Paul's life is transformed, not just before his eyes, but uh, so much so that his traveling companions were spooked, as, as we say in the South. Look, they were spooked. They didn't know what had just happened. Wait, 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 wait. What, what's going on? He went from persecuting to praying to the God that he had been persecuting. He went from persecuting to uh, pouring uh, from a God he had said had nothing to offer. He went from uh, taunting and uh, murderous behavior to helpless and needing the assistance of others in that moment. Right? In that moment. And, and right down there in... Uh, not down, sorry. Um, in, in the process, something like scales 
fell from Saul's eyes and he regained his sight and then he got up and he was baptized. Can you imagine having left the office requesting uh, paperwork to go and be who he had been? From persecution to mere submission, not just submission, but full transformation to the point of baptism of the God that he had spent his entire life mocking. Let me give you guys one last scripture. Go over to 1 Corinthians 6 for me. 1 Corinthians, the sixth chapter. All right, and we're going to start at... Start at uh, verse number nine. Do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit or have any share in the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Neither the sexually immoral, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor the perverse or effeminate, nor homosexuals, nor thieves, nor the greedy, nor drunkards, nor revelers, those whose words are used as weapons to weapons to abuse, insult, humiliate, intimidate, or slander, nor swindlers will inherit or any share in the kingdom of God. Look, check this out. This this is my favorite. I love my pastor always says this. And such were some of you before you believed. But you were washed by the anointing sacrifice of Christ. You were sanctified, set apart for God, and made holy. You were justified, declared free of guilt in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and in the Holy Spirit of our God, the source of the believer's new life and changed behavior. Now, I know that that first part sounded grim and gruesome. (laughs) That first part, every one of us could probably relate to as could Saul, all the awful things that all of us have been, that all of us in some cases still are, could be, will be, uh, future, past, present, all of these things, we've been all of these things. God uses us in spite of us the moment we understand that we now have access to the only thing that can change everything, and that's that voice. That's his sound. That's his spirit that gives us um, not only access, but clarity, transformation of the best kind. It is his voice. It is his sound. It is his word that transforms our hearts and our minds. It is uh, having the capacity to receive the forgiveness that was extended because of the blood that speaks a better word. Hallelujah. It is because we understand that there is a revelation of who he is in his sound. There's a revelation of how much he loves us in his sound. Do you understand you? Yeah, I'm talking to you. You who feel inadequate, uh, unuseful. You who feel like you've done too much. This passage is for you. The moment you believe, the moment you confess, the moment you turn, everything that was, is just that. It was. 
and it's all covered under the blood. Can you imagine how those that uh, uh, Paul had persecuted, can you imagine what they felt like seeing him have the unmitigated gall, the nerve, the audacity to preach the liberating truth of Jesus after he had taunted, killed, uh, harassed, antagonized, imprisoned folks for believing the same? I I want you to understand that um, when you have a history, right? When you, when you have historical things that have transpired in your life, it's hard for the people that are familiar with who you used to be to catch it. They don't, they don't necessarily get it. They don't understand the transformation is not just surface, it's deep. Paul, uh, in an instant, his life was recreated. I can hear God saying, uh, uh, yeah, can you hear me now? <laughs> As he lay there in wait for Ananias to come and lay hands on him so that he could see again. He he didn't know he was waiting on Ananias. Some of you are waiting on just one person to come and to change and restructure your life. When God wants to transform your life, he sends you a person. Every time, it, it doesn't happen in isolation or seclusion. It was in front of witnesses that Paul was, number one, made shame about his historical behaviors concerning believers. It was in the company of his companions where his life was transformed. So imagine what happened to those that were his traveling buddies. It's, there's no question that if God could do that for you, if God could transform your life like that, what more can he do with me? What, what more can he do with who I am? I, I know what I used to do. I do. I do. <laughs> I know who I used to be. I promise. I do. <laughs> but, but I want you to know that your transformation is not just about you. It's totally not just about you. It is about all those individuals, those singular people that, that God has a plan for, that haven't experienced the truth that, or the power of who he is, and they will not until you catch the voice, until you understand that uh, everybody has a Damascus road, and until you get that you are no longer bound by the historical sins that you know you embark upon. You're not even bound by the ones you do after you believe, child. Check that out. <laughs> for such were some of you before you believed, but you were washed by the anointing sacrifice of Christ. You were sanctified, set apart for God, and made holy. You were justified, declared free of guilt in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and in the Holy Spirit of our God, the source of the believer's new life and change behavior. As I prepare to close, I just want to say, you know, life has uh, this way um, of hardening your heart if you let it. For some, the process is um, gruesome. For some, uh, the process, and, and, and catch this, at some point, in every single believer's life, you are absolutely going to experience a dark patch, a dark place. It's the place that you grow. I'm sure for Paul um, in, in that Acts 9 chapter, that was a place for him. 
to hold entire physically lose his sight for three days, for everything to be taken and everything that was important became irrelevant and everything that uh, was specific and special became irrelevant. There is a season of your life where um, who you think you are has to uh, be blotted out in order for you to get to a place where not only you hear the voice, but that your life becomes moldable and shapeable in the hands of the potter so that you can be the extension of Christ that's necessary. Somebody needs to mute their phone. Maybe you just joined. Um, Saul then, against his own will, was absolutely capsized by the power and the sound of God. There is something inside of each and every one of us that has the power to liberate somebody, um, that has the power to transform a life. That's all we're talking about here. We, we get to see it and we get to walk in his transformation. How much more uh, will your transformation lend to nations? How much more will you and the mind shift uh, translate into truth to power for somebody's life who is lost? and broken? How much more will uh, the fact that maybe once upon a time you were uh, addicted to meth or addicted to popping pills or perhaps you might have been a stripper in the nightclub, child, a, a adulterous, uh, a, a, a serial fornicator, a, a myriad of things. Listen, we, we could all be lots and lots and lots of stuff. But once we hear the voice of God, and he calls us out of that dark place into the truth of who he is. And all that is is love and light. For such were some of these. However, by the grace of God, we get to walk into this new life and this newness and this liberty and this um, this authority. And we get to occupy places and spaces of access to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. We get to stand in uh, the truth of who he says we are, as it's written according to Psalms 139, 13 through 17. We get to declare the works of he who sent us with authority and power. We get to operate from a place of uh, clean hands because of the blood that was shed on Calvary's cross. We get to um, act like we know that what was has nothing to do with who he says we are now. Paul's life was a perfect example of being able to hear the truth of who God is and walk us into a place of prominence and power, authority, uh, and, and surrender simultaneously. But you've got to have the capacity to receive the truth of who God says you are. It's your legal right. It's your legal right. And when we when we stop reading uh, the Bible as a novel and we understand that it is a, a, a last will and testament, it is the constitution of the believer that every single thing written in this word is to liberate us. It is to empower us. But it cannot just be read. It has to be heard. You have to hear the voice connected to the words. You have to hear the sentiment. You have to feel the posture of who the Father is concerning you so that your transformation will not only be sure, but that it will be impactful and that someone will experience impartation because of your transformation. That being said, listen, we're approaching the hour. 
uh, I pray that something that was said encouraged you, empowered you, and um, positioned you to move into a place of transformation. If you could do it in Saul's life, and he was horrible, honey. He was awful. He was atrocious. <laughs> if he could do it in Saul's life and convert his life, somebody needs to mute their phone. You're on the speaker, whoever you are. Thank you. Um, but if he, if he could do it for him, he could most certainly do it for each and every one of us. So uh, you may have joined the call a little bit late. You didn't get an opportunity to say good morning. Good morning. Hello. Good morning. Who's there? Good morning, Dion. Pretty Patrice. Amazing Hi, Hi, beautiful. Hi, Dion. It's sunshine. Good morning. Hi, Sunny. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. morning. This is Topaz. I was invited by Sylvia, the chaplain at Kaiser Walnut Creek. Nice. Good morning. Welcome, Topaz. Blessings to you. Thank you. Good morning. Good Good morning. Good morning. Great decoration. Hey, hey. Hey, Sister Lisa. Hey, hey. And Kat, good morning, sister. Hey, good, good morning, morning good Beth. Morning. Hey, Beth, morning, babe. Good morning. Good morning, Krishanda. God bless you. Hey, Krishanda, good morning. Hey, Sylvia, I heard your sound, I believe. <laughs> good morning, sister. Hey, Mox, good morning. Who else was that? Miss Mary. Hey, Miss Mary. Good morning. Good morning, Miss Diane. Hey, Lady Di. Good morning. Hey, Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Denise. Any testosterone? Where else men's at? Working? Yo, yo. What's up, yo? What it do? Hey, bro. Good morning. Good morning. This is Juanita. Hey, Swanita, I didn't forget you. I was traveling. I'll call you. Uh, matter of fact, I'll call you when I get off the call. If I can, if that's okay. Yes, that's fine. Okay. Uh, it's Didi. D- look, what Didi? My sister? <laughs> that sounds like that sound like my... <laughs> You are stupid. <laughs> you play too much. I call you to Didi. <laughs> Anybody else? Where brother Jeff at? He sleep trees. <laughs> Good morning, this is Georgia. Hey, Georgia, Georgia. Good morning, Good morning, Good morning. Hey, the love bar. Hey, Christina. Hey, uh, I think say it. If I'm not mistaken, hey, say it. Good morning, persistent. Hey, persistent. Good morning. Good morning, Miss B. Hey, Miss B. Good morning. Good morning, Good morning. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Amen. Good morning, Hey, good morning. Good morning. This is Sister Cherie. I um. Sister Shirley had given me your number quite some time ago, and today was the day that um, I was 
that I called in and listened in. And you hear the mark and one of six? Uh-oh. Wait, hold on. Let me. Somebody needs to be muted. Go, go ahead, Sister Cherie. I, I can hear you, babe. And and I was I follow, I was on mute, and I wanted you to know that I I was a newcomer, but I did follow your instructions. Oh, good. Okay, good good stuff. I I appreciate you, and it is great to have you on the line. All I can tell you is keep coming. <laughs> well, she she really enjoys your line. And she had often told me that she enjoyed the prayer and that there was teaching and so forth. So she really yes, enjoyed it. And, um, and so that's what I experienced was uh, some uplifting of, of the Lord and thankfulness of the Lord and some teaching in the word that went in there into it as well. And, of course, that God has his perfect timing. And he has, um, you know, he was speaking to me today, you know, you know lately in my situations, you know, wait, 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 wait. So there, there's a structure, and since, since you're new, okay. and I'm sure you, you don't know, I'll, I'll, I'll um, just give you an idea of what the structure is. We have what's called a love, life, and victory discussion. So once we finish with all the good mornings, and there may still be more, I'll give you an opportunity to share. So right before we go into love, life, and victory, was there anyone else that joined the call that did not get a chance to say good morning and you'd like to do so? Please do. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. This is Shirley. Hey, Shirley. Good morning. Good morning to you, Shirley. Hey, Shell, I can't wait to hear your sound change, Sister Shirley. Be yourself a minute. <laughs> Amen. Um, now, we'll, we'll go ahead and walk into the love, life, and victory portion of the call. Does anybody have a question, comment, or commentary concerning the topic? I would like to say um I would like to say that the topic was uh very very good. I would I mean you had talked about listening and and um you know transformation and and I had realized in my life, you know, uh, the accountability of of me um me listening to others and me listening to me and, and, and am I really listening to God? So I had to make sure I start to wake myself up and like literally go to the old hymn and like Lord order my steps. You know, like, let me stop guiding myself, and that's why I was led to your prayer line today. Oh, amen. Well, we are so glad to have you. Very, very glad to have you. Love you too, little lady. Anybody else? Questions, comments, commentary? Good morning again. Good morning. Sorry, I'll let them go. (laughs) No, 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 go ahead. Okay, hi, this is Topaz again, and um, I was so grateful that Sylvia invited me, um, just as you described um, Paul on the road to Damascus, I experienced something singular. I lost my vision for probably six to, uh uh-oh, sorry about that, you guys, six to eight weeks, I was diagnosed Mm -hmm. with diabetes. I never found Mm -hmm. out that I was a diabetic. I ended up in DKA. I was in the ICU for like four days. Long story short, 
every doctor that walked in my room says she is nothing short of a miracle. When you talk mm-hmm. about hearing the word of God or hearing God's voice, it was such an audible sound. As they were saying, oh, everybody that comes in in this condition with all their electrolytes depleted, blah, 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 they're usually in heart failure. And at that very moment, I heard the Holy Spirit whisper to me, so real, you will live and not die. So I know mm-hmm. what you're saying when you say mm-hmm. <laughs> that you know he will give you direction and after that it was just a transformation in my life and to hear you even speak about how the holy spirit led you to the gentleman the homeless gentleman and how you were able to find him i do some similar work myself just going out not with the church or anything like that but just going out to feed the homeless and um, Mm -hmm. do things like that and it's usually Mm -hmm. really interesting i had a situation where god dealt with me I didn't move in his timing. I took my time, and as mm-hmm. um, as he told me to get up and go feed his people, that those were his people too, I decided to lay in the bed. Well, by the time I got to the homeless encampment site, a lady was so thirsty, all the food that I put out on the table, they had already taken. By the time I had got back to my car, I felt so bad, but I needed to see that because being slow to disobedience, I mean, being slow to be obedient yeah. is still a form mm-hmm. of disobedience. So mm-hmm. I'm very, very thankful to come on to this um, prayer line, and I will be attending more. I'm at work, so I apologize for the long, mm-hmm. drawn it's okay. out. <laughs> it's okay. You so much, woman of God, for doing this for God's people and delivering the word. I thank you for your obedience and just praying for us all. And I hope everyone has a blessed day. Well, thank you, Topaz. We appreciate your share. Glad to have had you um, and, and know that this is a safe space and you are beyond welcome. God bless you. And thank you, Sister Sylvia, for um, connecting her. When God wants to transform your life, Sends you a person. Amen. Somebody else was about to share. I think, Didi, did you say something? Or somebody had said something right before Topaz spoke. Who was that? That was the twin. That was Leo. Oh, hey, thanks. Hey. Well, um, well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Go ahead, It was both of them. It was both of them. Morning, um, excellent Morning, share as usual. Um, you just reminded me. Um, the other night, and and not definitely, enemy cut it out. Definitely not in comparison, but it just shows me that I'm in the right vein. That I um, went to go pick up some food the other night, and it was late, and I usually don't be trying to go out. And the man, I had my head down, and and I can sense somebody trying to get my attention. And I looked up, and the man was looking. He was like, "Can you help me buy some shoes?" And I said, "Um." It's like nine something, ten o'clock at night. Where you gonna get some shoes from? And I said, "Give me one minute." And I went in my trunk. And anybody that knows me know that I carry all kind of stuff in my trunk. So you can get mm-hmm. dressed, eat, lay down, <laughs> sleep, everything mm-hmm. out of my trunk. Mm-hmm. Look, Dion, you know. <laughs> I know. I, I know. I'm gonna Your need someone to use their phone. That's static. Yeah, let me. Okay. Let me find them. Hold on. Go ahead. Oh, I see it. I got you. Got it? Yeah. Um, And and as I went to my trunk, there was two pairs of shoes. I said, well, what size do you wear? He said, like a 10 and a half. I said, bingo. Uh, That's the same I wear. Mm -hmm. So I went and got the shoes. and, and, And when I looked around to see where he was, I didn't see him. But as I got out the car and looked, he was sitting on the sidewalk waiting for me. So that mm-hmm. part right there goes to show that 
if you to serve well, period. That's just mm-hmm. it. To serve well. Don't 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 think overthink it. Don't do too much. And who knew who knew? He didn't know I had two, three pairs of shoes in my trunk. Mm-hmm. So I gave him mm-hmm. a pair of shoes and a shirt and I went on and got my month the food out of there came on out and he was gone. But I thank God that he continues to show me that um, you hear me and you hear me well, and, and thank you mm-hmm. for being obedient. He don't have to thank us, y'all. So I right. appreciate the way um, he allows me to hear and obey. And I just want to say I like the way that you said um, it cannot, just, the Bible cannot just be read. It has mm-hmm. to be heard. It has mm-hmm. to pierce the heart. And when you pull that, that curtain down, that wall down, that open that door, it gives it room to be able to penetrate and for you to be transformed. So, great share. I love you, sis. Amen. I love you too, babe. I love you right back. Amen. D, you were going to say something before I open it up. Go ahead. Yeah, I was, but she'll say it all because that part resonated with me too as far as you got to not just read it, but you got to hear it. That just was so loud this morning. So, your share was perfect. And I'm so not... Uh, that you found, Demarcus. I'm not. I've seen it. I know you. I'm just glad you were mm-hmm. able to bless that young man, and I am praying and lifting him mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. Love you, sis. Love you too, babe. Love you. Appreciate you. Amen. Amen. Anybody else have anything this morning? Hey, sis. This is Cat. How you doing? Hey, Cat. I have hey, missed hey. you. What's <laughs> up? <laughs> yeah, who are listening? You, you said something too as well that I have experienced in those moments when you hear, you know, the transformation in those moments of how he changed your mind in those moments and transformed you. You know, that's a blessing too. Change, you know, that instant change. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, you know, I, I, I heard you on that one too. Thank you so mm-hmm. much for your declaration. It was beautiful this morning. Amen. Amen. No no thanks needed. No thanks needed. Amen. Anybody else? Amen. Um it is it is early. Um and I and I know especially when in in many cases um the enemy has hoodwinked us after listening to the culture for years and years and years, you can do any and everything in your mind's eye to disqualify yourself from being um, not only a vessel that's worthy of use, um, but even feeling like you are worthy of being used, right? Even accepting and receiving the forgiveness that is an extension of Calvary and the cross and what it what it actually represents. And if you've been bound by legalism and religiosity, it's even more difficult. Uh, we spend so much time trying to convince people to be good and browbeating them with the word. But the moment you hear the sound, the kingdom sound that revolutionizes how you see things, how you understand, um, how you even extend yourself to people, it changes everything when you have the capacity and that is my prayer for everybody under the sound of my voice this morning to have the capacity to receive the love of jesus the forgiveness that he offers 
and the extension of himself and the grace that it took to know that we would need a savior, to know that we would need an extension of his love. And when you give yourself permission to receive that, it changes everything. Y'all, I'm so free. I be scared sometimes. (laughs) I get so spooked. And the more religion comes off and the more um, legalism comes off and the more I understand the truth of what his word says about who I am in this moment for such were some of you. I was every single thing that, that anybody could accuse me of. I was. And you catch me on the wrong day, I might could be. (laughs) but I'm so grateful that his love covers. I'm so grateful that his love is the thing that wraps us all up and makes us presentable to the world to the degree that they experience transformation just because of of him having made a choice of them. Because at the end of the day, notice, he chose you, you didn't choose him. Anybody else have any questions, comments, commentary before we go? And if not, I'll give you some time back this morning. Anybody? Hallelujah. Good morning. Uh, hello? Okay, hold on. Let's let's get an order because there are three people I heard. Krishanda, who said good morning? Sylvia. Sylvia. And who? And there was one more. Who else? I wanted to I'm say something, that. but I didn't say it out loud. <laughs> it was big. Who was that? Who was that? Dating. Oh, okay. Go, go, Krishanda. Go, yep, I can. Go, Krishanda. Go, Sylvia. Then go, Dee Dee. Go in that order. Well, I'll be quick. Um, hallelujah. Thank you for his, for his choosing us. Um, and I just wanted to say thank you. I'm so grateful for your teaching. Great declaration this morning. God bless you. Love you. And morning. I love you more, Krishanda. Thank you for sharing. Go ahead, Ms. Sylvia. Good morning. Thank you. I'm sorry I'm driving. It's just too noisy. Okay. Um, uh, thank you so much for this declaration. Just the theme itself for this month of transformation and just knowing that, you know, God is in control and to be able to, I, I love what you just said about feeling free because I feel that like I'm so free sometimes that it's, it is scary. Um, that, you know, things I used to worry about or stress about or concern myself about, I don't do that, those things anymore. And I just feel a peace that surpasses all understanding. It's hard to describe, but I feel it. And God is just moving in such a way. The young lady that joined the call, I just met her yesterday at mm-hmm, work mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. her one of the colleagues in her department, the discharge planning, uh, uh, Asian woman, her name is Ruth, that called me, we've been calling each other sister for the last several months, me and this woman, uh, Ruth. Hi, sister. Hi, sister. How are you? She's a Christian. And she said, you know, the other day she said, can you come to the bungalow where I work and, and bless it? We just, I just want you to come bless it. It doesn't matter if anybody's there or not. So yesterday was the day where I was, had the time, was able to come and first person I met, one of them was Topaz and her colleagues and everybody was like, oh, thank you. Yes, we need that. You know, thank you so much. And so besides, you know, God using me to be able to bless that space, just her spirit. I could feel the spirit, the Holy Spirit just right there, you know, moving in between us. Just met her yesterday and just a beautiful, beautiful spirit. 
but that liberation, that transformation, I think I heard you say something about, you know, once he transforms us, then he, he is, you know, helps us and uses us to help other people, you know, mm-hmm. to, to discover what he, what he has for them. And just moving through this hospital and asking him every single day to let his words he meditated in my heart that I he used me to be able to minister and talk to people who are suffering. You know, a woman Amen. with cancer who's dying, 36 years old yesterday. I, I was so heavy after I, I just cried because she was two years younger than my own daughter, graduated from the same high school, just so many similarities. Same name as one of my sisters. I'm like, God, what is this? But I just thank you so much, uh, Dion, for this call for the years that you have invested for all of our lives that God has used you to touch and that we are able to touch others. I, I love that freedom, that liberation as I embark upon my 59th birthday in two days from now. I'm just so grateful, so mm-hmm. grateful for the purpose-driven <laughs> life yeah. that he has for me and what I've gotten from this call to lead me in, in this path of for his name's sake. Thank you. Amen. That's a big that's a big deal, ma'am. That's a big deal. Happy to have you along the journey because it, it hasn't just you guys have no idea what um this body, this group of just radical believers has done for me and who I am and for my integrity and for my character and for my surrender, for my accountability, for so many different things. I'm grateful beyond measure for each and every one of you. You have all been contributors um, of who God is um, showing me that I was always designed to be. And so I'm thankful. I'm humbled. I'm appreciative. More than you all know. I promise you. More than you know. Amen. Dee, go ahead, baby. Yes, ma'am, sister. So when you were talking about that love piece, that resonated with me because to really know just how much God loves us. Oh, how he loves us. And we were, like he said, all that I was, I was. I did that. But can't nobody tell my story like me. The devil can't even tell it because I did it. And so when you're free, just like he said, and so unbothered, it makes people think you're cocky. Who cares? You know that it's confidence. When God, (laughs) you know, I know, when God frees you, And they can say, because, well, I got to keep hearing what I did in 85. I know I did it. Stop telling you. Worry about yourself. Look, like, see, if I got worry a T-shirt. About exactly. A T-shirt, and a mug. Shirt, a mug. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's the I unlearning do. thing, Dion, that you have said. Yeah. Being raised, we talked about it yesterday. I ain't know nothing about marching in no CME church. No, no shade. No shade, because it is what it is. But when you understand that, it doesn't matter what you wear, what you got on. A lady um, at the play we went to, sitting by me and mom, and she was talking about how she's trying to get used to her new pastor because he's coming in T-shirts. I said, okay, what are you doing? No pants on? He just wearing a T-shirt? So she's like, well, I know. I was raised that way. And so if you have a collar on, I said, okay, well, you need to be free. Because when the son says free is free indeed. And I just begin to tell her, what does it matter? Have you read in the Bible that it says that? There's no denomination in heaven. So get your word and understand it for yourself. She's 70 years old. She told me, thank you. We had a, some more conversations. But just to be free and stop pe- putting people in, in hostage mode to what they what you think they should look like. Who says a pastor has to wear Oh, that's a whole nother assertion. But I love you, sis, and I just want to say that. Unlearning some things about, um, like you said, it's not a revelation if it's just a ritual. Yeah. Okay. I'm going if it's to just a habit, it's you may as well just brush your teeth for extra time. 
<laughs> hey, man, anybody else? Questions, comments, commentary. Hey, Dion. Hey. Uh, um, great declaration, as always. Love you much. And I love how you talk about Saul's transformation to Paul. Um, sometimes in the in the um in the text you'll see a transformation in someone through the name change. Um, mm-hmm. and I notice that even in, in even in the present, sometimes a transformation will come in the name change. Other times it comes in the sound, but um, every time it comes through um what God does on the inside first and then coming out. So right, just beautiful, just beautiful feel. That's all. Yeah. Just wanted Amen. to say that. Yeah. Amen. Good stuff. Good stuff. Anybody else? Yeah, I would like to. This is Shirley. Um, Go ahead. today. Um, thinking you you said um transformation and what I. But I heard and what I'm learning out of it is that the the problem is still there, but I don't respond to it like I used to. And the transformation is um, showing me that I don't have to respond to it because I'm not allowing, you know, I'm allowing the Lord to um, handle it. Um, I used to try to be in control and I made it worse, but I acknowledge that the problem is there, but I also acknowledge that the Lord will say that he will supply all my needs. So the transformation is the mindset of how I look at my situation, because the situation will come, but for transformation is how we respond to those problems. So thank Absolutely. you for that. That's what it is. That, that's, that's an absolute fact. And let me, let me give you an even, a even, um, more in-depth way of looking at it. So we, we always hear, and, and right now it's almost kind of like how the, the word or the phrase uh, narcissist was just kind of looming and raging for a season. And now we hear frequently uh, if it all starts and ends in the mind. Well, the truth is it all starts and ends in the heart. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh, right? So the heart conceives a concept, the mind receives or rejects the concept, whatever happens, um, whether you receive it or reject it, comes out of your mouth as a follow-up. And so a lot of times, even when situations and circumstances come, because they will, um, how you feel about it in your heart initially sparks how your mind receives it and how your mouth reinforces it. So remember we said the voice. The voice is an extension of what's in your heart. The mind only believes what the heart has already conceived. And so when you start doing the heart work and you really, you go from just believing God to knowing that he is, and he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him in his truth, you get to a place where you are empowered to the degree that you offend people. I love offending people. It's fun to me. <laughs> and I don't, I don't mean that in a negative connotation. What I mean it in is I don't just believe God anymore. That part of my heart has been transformed. 
I know that he keeps his promises. There is nothing you can tell me concerning the truth about who he is. Nothing. I don't care what I see aesthetically. I don't care what the visuals look like. I have absolute proof that he is not only constant, but he can never fail. He can never lie. And he will never change his mind about who he says I am ever. I don't care what I've done. I don't care what I do. He never changes. I don't believe that. I know that. Therein lies my confidence. It has nothing to do with how smart I am. I'm not that smart. It has nothing to do with how well I have things put together. I don't have nothing put together. It is his hand alone. It is the posture of my heart toward the truth of who he says he is. And that's it. After your heart gets that, your mind has to submit to it and your words align with what you know, not what you believe. Belief has fluctuation. Knowledge and knowing, applied knowledge is wisdom. The wisdom to know that you are on the only winning team, you cannot fail. You have access to every single thing that you need. I hope that freed somebody. Oh, my gosh, thank you. I, I thank you for taking me to you for that. I appreciate that. Amen. Amen. God, we pray. Amen. Anybody else before we go? Anybody, anybody? Well, God be praised. If not, um, I pray that something that was said this morning, be it in comments or commentary, um, that'll remind you of, of the fact that for real, your life can be transformed in an instant, that every single thing that you are purposed for, you are capable of, you are already qualified uh, to do. And the only thing you'll ever have to do is receive it. The only thing you'll ever have to do is embrace the truth that God already housed about who you are in the heavens and ask him um, to allow you to hear his voice in such a way that it gives clarity to what you were created and designed to do specifically. It is a season, um, and I'm going to say this, and you study it if you want to, honey, this is bumper harvest. Right. This is this is that only God can give that supernatural increase. It's completely up to you whether or not you embrace it um, or you don't. No, nobody can nobody can fix that for you. It's it's a decision to believe it or not. So we will meet right back here at 5 p.m. today um, just to close out our fasting hour. And otherwise, um, Archer Circle is tonight at 7 p.m. with uh, Gloria Hicks on. Uh, the Zoom platform, same phone number, 7 p.m. You just dial into or uh, tap into Zoom and use the same Declare Victory number to join that uh, platform this evening. Otherwise, we'll hear you tomorrow. It's Thursday. I love you all. I pray that you go and grow in love and that you be the Jesus that somebody needs to see. Somebody's life will be transformed because yours was. I love you. I'll hear you all tomorrow. Have a wonderful, wonderful morning. Bye, guys. God bless you all. God bless you. Have a great day, Love y'all. God bless y'all. Have a great day. God bless y'all. Have a great day. Have a great day.